you woke up this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, it's still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. In this week's episode, we explore the newsroom and not that cable show, taste a mezcalita made with Mexican spirits, and discuss hot sauce and hotter wings. And not that uh, YouTube show. No, not that one. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. So Aaron, I have to just start right off the bat by saying uh, Mexico was awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, like I got to do so much, which is why I was so excited to have you taste um, the mezcal we brought back. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Mexican Mexico has two different uh, spirits that are really native to them. They have uh, tequila mm-hmm. and mezcal. Yeah. Um, both are made from um, agave, mm-hmm. um, which is like a cactus. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, the mezcal is from the Oaxaca region, whereas tequila is from, um, oh gosh, I just blanked. I don't know either. That's okay. We don't need to. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes. Aaron, okay. put it in the show notes. Aaron, put that in the show notes. Okay. So, um, but it's from the Oaxaca region and um, we brought, I brought two different kinds. So um, the drink that we're tasting is a mezcalita. And a mezcalita is sort of a like a, a smokier take on a margarita. So mm-hmm. um, mezcal, by its very nature, is a smokier spirit. So when you when you smell tequila, you know, like how uh, when you normally like smell um, like normal spirits, mm-hmm. you're supposed to inhale with your nose completely. Mm-hmm. Well, there's this weird, interesting thing apparently about tequila where you can inhale with your nostrils individually and get a different scent. Like one scent will give you like that pure alcohol mm-hmm. like scent hmm. and the other will give you that like smoky like kind of plant flavor. See cuz so we're we have we have the reposado in the mezcalita. The reposado. The reposado, sorry. Uh, and then we have the añejo, um, mm-hmm. which is a 1 year aged uh, product. Yeah, and that's basically what añejo means. It means aged. I don't speak Spanish, you do. Either way, um but my first, like, the nose on this, for me, it smells more like a whiskey yeah. than a tequila. So try try my thing. So hold it, uh, like, at a kind of a 45-degree angle so that it's just in one nostril. And take a smell and see if you smell like the alcohol. And then try it in the other nostril. Oh, I got the alcohol in the second one. Yeah. And what did you get on the other one? Uh, it, it was that kind of like smoky, almost like a, like a peated whiskey. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So like um, you'll get like that smokier aroma to it. Whereas like with a tequila, you'll tend to not get as much of that like smokier. So like a mezcal is more of like a thing that people tend to sip and drink on its own. It's not typically something that you get in a cocktail. 
which is why I use the reposado for the um, cocktail that we're going to drink. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So when you drink um, uh, mezcal, you take a sip like normal, like you Mm -hmm. normally would, just to wet your tongue and kind of let it, uh, let the flavor first hit it. Okay. Um, And then when you do your second sip, uh, do like a really, like a, like a strong kind of like exhale to kind of, and then do like a strong kind of inhale to kind of let it like the air pull your, uh, the flavor over your tongue as like the alcohol burns on it. Okay. And try that just as, so we'll take the first sip here. And we went with a really good swish. Let it really coat mm-hmm. that tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, so I got a, a really nice, like, um, got a really nice, like, smoky, yeah. um, smoky finish to it. Um, it doesn't have like, for me, the the like front end is not. It's like pleasant, but it's not heavy. Mm-hmm. Like it is there, but it is light on the tongue, and it's just kind of got uh, some kind of weird background flavors that, as a, at like to this point, I can't really pick out. But then it has that real smoke way at the back that just kind of lingers. Mm-hmm. And it, again, it is a lot more akin to like a peated, like Irish or Scotch whiskey. I know, right? Isn't that so unique? Yeah. So now, uh, go ahead and take another uh, sip of it, and this time, like uh, you know, like give a nice like inhale or exhale, like. Yep. And see if, like, you can taste, like, a little bit of a different kind of, like, um, flavor on your tongue. Just don't, don't, um, uh, don't breathe the alcohol in. I did that. Yeah. That I, was that a mistake. probably could have cautioned you on that one. I tried not to. Mm-hmm. I, I failed a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm still, like, there's a tingling now. Yeah, I know. Like, there, you get that tingle, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's, like, a whole mouth tingle um, that usually, I don't usually get, but it, it's... It is its own thing, but it is so close to everything I've experienced from just a peated whiskey. I know, isn't it? It amazing? is that smoke. It just—it's weird because again, it's everything is in Spanish. This is a Mexican product that you brought back from Mexico, but mm-hmm. it really—I mean, it, go, it brings me back to um, uh, the Merlin's Rest, um, and we had that really nice peaty whiskey mm-hmm. as part of our tasting, and it—they have so many similar notes to them, and it it has its own you know it's it's lighter it doesn't have the kind of heavy whiskiness and it doesn't have nearly the intense burn but that smoke is just there yeah and so for me like that's why i really love this um so i'm interested to see what your take on the cocktail is now before we jump into the cocktail mm-hmm. i just want to uh talk about like the reason that i wanted to do a smoky um, spirit mm-hmm. is because like the newsroom newsrooms kind of have a a long history of the the person with like a cigarette hanging out of their mouth as they sit or there a cigar. And, or a cigar mm-hmm. and just sit there and shout and like yell into a phone and and it's make phone calls and I am like every time I think of a newspaper newsroom I think of two things I mm-hmm. think of Clark Kent and uh, and Perry White, yeah, and I think of J. Jonah Jameson. I think of Network as well, but yeah, um, I I was a broadcast person, so I it's I the thing is like I actually spent time in like real life TV newsrooms mm-hmm. uh, as a as a kid and an early teenager, um, but 
they they had they didn't have that as part of it. It was just a lot of people in cubicles, yeah. you know, and then like going on location and standing around while people made phone calls and good then old stand up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it's because uh, my dad my dad drove satellite truck yeah. uh, for our local Fox affiliate for a really long time, and uh, so I did a lot of runs with him, just driving and driving and driving, and then the like reporter would show up and they'd have their notes and they'd have their source and then they'd talk. And then we just tear down and drive. Well, back. not that, but the classic yes. uh, feeling was the inspiration for a restaurant once again in Minneapolis, the newsroom. It's on Nicolette Mall, and mm-hmm. um, it does sort of uh, a lot of like kind of classic cocktails, classic spirits. Yep. Um, they have a really rich um like bourbon whiskey um list um to choose from. And I was um, looking for that, and I can find their menu. Mm-hmm. I can't. And I'm going to keep looking for this yeah. while we're talking. They also have a really great happy hour there, too. Um, and when you dine in the bar, if you go during like their happy hour time, you can sit down at the bar and they have potato chips. Like You just sit down and eat them. Yep. Or maybe we just sat down and ate somebody else's potato chips. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure the chips are there. Okay, good. Uh, we felt guilty after a minute, but then we realized that other people did the same thing. So, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those mm-hmm. are those are fine. But no, they they're really good, and they have uh, one of the best uh, like dry rubs for buffalo wings that I've ever had. It's oh, it's yeah. spicy too, like yeah. it has some heat. You know, you talk about like Minnesotans, and like oh, that's uh, that's just too spicy for I, me. I legit met a person once that thought pepperoni was too spicy of a of like a product and couldn't eat it on pizza, and I'd never experienced that in my life to that point because. You know, I grew up with, I grew up with my dad. So, for our listeners that are out of state, um, in Minnesota, we actually have we have we have mild salsa and we have medium salsa. Like, yeah, no, uh, in in I I haven't been anywhere else outside of the Midwest <laughs> that where they have a and mild medium. and a medium salsa. Like, it's usually just salsa. It's just well, I mean, it, they usually have like a mild salsa and then a hot salsa. Oh, that's like, true. They they never have like a medium salsa like well we need something that's just a little bit more uh, a little bit more spicy than the than the uh, than the mild so uh, we made a we made a medium oh it's oh them jalapenos (laughs) that's that's the that's the phrase and the word that always gets to me when it's like an old like a middle aged midwestern woman talking about spice oh I tried those those jalapenos how do you say it jalapenos yeah. Exactly. If you get them with the poppers, if you get them as poppers, they're good. Because they got the cream cheese in them, you know. <laughs> All right. We should probably stop that. We actually. should probably actually move back to talking about the newsroom. No, the thing it, that... <laughs> but, like, they have... Because they have a rotating menu. It's they do, like yeah. every every season has its own menu. They have mm-hmm. their staples, but then everything kind of gets changed. But their, their back bar is massive. Yes. It's amazing. And just, like, going into the place, it's like the whole... All of the walls are kind of curvy, and they look like newsprint that has, yeah. like, kind of, uh, like, mm-hmm. unspooled and curled weird. Oh, yeah. It's weird. a beautiful, beautiful restaurant to mm-hmm. see, like... Um, the pictures are gorgeous. We'll try to find some like um, stock ones by mm-hmm. the restaurant that we can put with the blog post, so you'll be able to see them. Yeah, because all the photos I ever took of the newsroom uh, were years ago and on really crappy camera phones mm-hmm. before good camera phones were a thing. Yeah, and the last time I was there, I didn't take any because I think it was when I had my knee injury. Still, oh, it was one of your first trips. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was like post surgery, kind of mm-hmm. out to the thing. Yeah. But anyway, it's a fantastic experience. Um, and the bartenders are super nice. Um, the food is 
Excellent. Did you find it? I found the I found the drinks menu. Oh, good. All right. It was listed. It was listed as martini, and ah. I'm like, they have a lot of martinis, but I was looking for more. Oh. Uh, than just right. the martinis. Well, then before we get into martini, yes. let's talk about the mezcalita. All right, let's... so that the audience can drink along with us if they're drinking at home, and if they're not, um, then good for you. Yes. All right. Uh, so the mezcalita is a um, it's like a mezcal take on a margarita. If you just made a margarita with mezcal, it wouldn't taste good because it would be smoky version of margarita. So you change up the ingredients just a little bit. You know, you make it with like some orange juice, some mm-hmm. lime. Um, you make it with a little bit of orange liqueur. Mm-hmm. Um, you serve it in a, instead of just a salt rimmed glass, you put a little bit of chili powder in with the salt and a little bit of pepper in there. Yep. Um, and it, it kind of, the smokiness blends with the spiciness and it tends to produce kind of a nice, sweet and spicy drink. Mm-hmm. So I just tasted mine. Go ahead and taste yours while I give my initial notes. Um, the orange juice is very forward and helped a lot because we did use, again, the Norseman mm-hmm. um, orange liqueur. I swear I'm making up for like not having a Norseman product on that one episode. But their, their orange liqueur is amazing. We've used it in two drinks already, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the last couple episodes. Um, but it adds – it just adds a, a nice solid punch to the – the the actual orange in here and i think mm-hmm. the, the lime juice is not very forward but it's no. helping with the just citrus like kind of balance that's going on but it, it's got such a smoky scent mm-hmm. that it gets mellowed out so yeah. it's not just like throwing peated whiskey into orange juice it is much more of like a fully palatable cocktail yeah than, than something like i just described yeah it's 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 um like the weirdest part, it, it's like a, it's almost like you, you took a, a cigarette, dropped it into a glass of orange juice and made it taste good. Yes. That is a weird way to describe it. It also- it, Not a cigarette, a cigar. Yeah, a cigar. A nice, nice smoky hit, like really nice cigar. I don't know why mm-hmm. I just kept saying nice, nice all the time. Nice. 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 <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're drinking our mezcalita. Um, it is. It's really good. It. Uh, it's citrusy. It's punchy. Um, mm-hmm. This is what I drank when I was in Mexico. It. It. This. You know, because we're talking again. Uh, you know, summer has finally summered. Because spring springs or spring has sprung. I don't know. Like summer is finally here uh, mm-hmm. in the Midwest, especially. And it's, you know, it's a little bit overcast, but it is still a really nice day. Yeah. Not too warm, not too hot kind of situation. But this is like, I want to go sit on your like patio with the rest of this after this episode is done and just like enjoy the nice summer day mm-hmm. with this, you know, there's ice in it. There's, there's lime wedge, you know, just kind of sit there and sip on this. I, I want to make this as a punch bowl drink. Like oh, I want, like I have a giant bowl with a ladle hmm. that I bought like this as a punch bowl drink, I think would be phenomenal in the right proportions. Yeah, I think so too. I think the hard part with it though is um, it might, it would get really diluted with all the ice. Yeah, the the ice would dilute it too quickly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because of the smokiness of the mezcal, as it got more diluted, I think that smokiness would come through. Yeah, and, so. you know, um, people might get put off by that. Maybe I just need to find a, like, we should do an episode where we do a punch bowl. Yeah. Um, and have, you know, have we'll our do that spouses. We'll social episode. Exactly. Have some time with all of our friends, and we make a giant bowl, and then say, now you all have to help us drink this, because we've made three gallons of booze. 
<laughs> we made a mold cider. I um, like how I went to mold cider for punch bowl. <laughs> like, like we just made a pot of mold cider instead of pouring this out into individual cups. <laughs> the only thing we can do is stick straws into it and drink. I mean, we've had a lot of punch bowls in the past that you do just stick a bunch of straws into and drink. I've also drank fishbowl drinks by myself that were supposed to be for 10 people. But that's a whole different story. Yeah, and that was your wasted youth. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I was wasted, but I had a lot of fun. So back to the newsroom and their drinks. The newsroom, so funny enough, the newsroom is one of the first bars that I went to um, after I turned 21. Like I'd been there, um, I was doing, I was, was working for the AV company way back and was doing work for Target Corporate. And it was like across the street. And so mm-hmm. it was one of those things that everyone went to for like you know lunch on a friday or it's like hey we're all cutting out early let's go to the newsroom and it's like i'm sitting there with my soda and eating the wings and everybody else is you know having a beer or cocktail or something um but once i turned 21 i was finally able to like go and that was like it was that in the local that i'm like i need to go back now that i can have all the things that i watched other people consume that i couldn't and so that's why i still love the hell out of the newsroom. So you might say that um, on the completely arbitrary review scale, that is the thing that brings you back to the newsroom? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's... Mine is the buffalo wings. Love the buffalo wings. Yeah. Like, those, the, the buffalo wings are the thing that keeps me going back to the newsroom. Just the mm-hmm. the, the heat in them keeps yeah. me going back. Yeah. It's And it's, I mean, it's not a... It's not like crazy crazy ghost pepper turned up to 11 like it is hot it is not um it is not painful heat it is a pleasant tasty heat at least that's how it is for me and i always get it with ranch and blue cheese because i always have ranch and blue cheese with my wings yeah that's the best way to have it Mm -hmm. and celery it's the only time i eat celery i hate celery (laughs) every other time it's either uh it's either I, i coat celery in peanut butter um, or I have it with wings. That's the only times I will eat it. Huh? Do you do celery with uh, with raisins and no. peanut butter? I don't or like raisins. Just, uh, okay. I do. I'd like, I'll add craisins to a salad every now and again mm-hmm. if I have like a raspberry vinegar. Yeah, but those aren't raisins. Those are cranberries. Yeah, I know. They're different things. They're a little similar but different. Mm-hmm. They're not grapes. They're cranberries. <laughs> they're a little bit more tart. It's a whole thing. Um, I just raisins. I don't I don't generally do raisins. Huh. Part of it though is my my issue with raisins in oatmeal raisin cookies cuz I love oatmeal cookies and I love oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Ah. And I hate oatmeal raisin because I never expect it to be raisins. I am one of those people that I see an oatmeal raisin cookie and I have to be like is that a lie or is it chocolate? And I always try it. And 99% of the time, it is raisins, and I am disappointed. And therefore, I dislike raisins even more because of that. So you would say that for you, oatmeal cookies are Schrodinger's cookie. Yes. Well, oatmeal cookies with things in them. Yeah. So no, they wouldn't be Schrodinger's cookie because they wouldn't exist in a state of flux. No. It's just an an oatmeal raisin cookie is the lie of a pleasant experience. Yeah. So you would say it's more like portal for you. In that, like, the oatmeal cookie is a lie. Because, mm-hmm. again, I love the oatmeal cookies. I made a batch of just oatmeal cookies, and they were delicious, and I Like, just oatmeal? 
Yeah. Huh. I found a recipe. Um, I have, it's, it's like St. Kate's Catholic Church from Chippewa Falls. It was, uh, it was my great grandmother's church and they did a recipe book. And so we have, like, I have this book and I was going through and I'm like, I needed to justify to myself keeping that cookbook for more than just sentimental reasons i needed to keep it on the shelf with the rest of the cookbooks because it's like we've got the brian boitano cookbook we got some alton brown in there you know we've got cookbooks by really good people and like my my family had put one together on their own here like 2014 or something but i just i had this binder that had this thing and it was from like the 50s 60s and 70s Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to, I have to do something. And a lot of it is like, you know, popovers and like, you know, a, a 10 pound Things roast. entertaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found this thing for oatmeal cookies that were like really super easy. And it's like minimal baking, you know, very little prep time. It's the like, you need something sweet to serve with dinner and you've totally forgotten about it. So you need to have something ready and hot and, you know, whatever. And so that was the recipe I went with, and it was delicious. It has a little peanut butter in there. You can add chocolate yeah, chips to it. Yeah, it actually sounds good. Yeah. It's a great base mm-hmm. of a cookie to add things onto or into as well. Yeah, it sounds like you're like a monster cookie recipe, the kind of cookie you can just add whatever you want mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And man, that was those were tasty. We actually went and got more oatmeal because I killed off what we had left at that time. And so now we have plenty of oatmeal. So I should be able to make some more of those cookies sometimes. Do you soon. do steel cut or just Quaker? Uh, we just did Quaker. Like regular. We just oh, usually yeah. do like the the regular Quaker at this point because um, we don't use it very often and it holds a lot better than yeah. steel cut. Hmm. So, um, wow. While we're on the topic of food, mm-hmm. you uh, had the uh, we I brought back two hot sauces from yes. Mexico as well. They were El Capitan Bravo. Yep. They were habanero based hot sauces. Um. And the garlic, garlic, and the pineapple. Yep. Um, and uh, the pineapple was a sauce that was not quite as spicy as the garlic. It had like a really nice kind of flavorful sweetness, but there was still the spice in it. Yeah. So it was still it still had some heat. Uh, it just wasn't as spice forward, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they're both uh, available in like the duty free shops. So if you're in an airport, um, they are likely going to be available in a duty free airport in like the you know Mexico region. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly uh, if if you were going to recommend it, you would recommend the garlic. I would if they like spice. Yeah, it because it also it. Because we had you, you, you cooked up some some shredded chicken mm-hmm. um, with like some Cajun and some chili powder and kind of, yeah, kind just of other chili spices. powder, cayenne, um, yeah, and I crisped it up with some butter, yeah, and uh, and then we had some some shredded lettuce and cheese on there, and then we put the the hot sauces on top. Um, the like the pineapple had like this really gentle sweetness on top mm-hmm. of everything but i really i liked the garlic better with everything else that was in there because it, it really combined all the savory notes mm-hmm. with the you know the kind of garlic sauce situation and then adding that spice on top you know to just kind of give you that like hot mouth feeling yeah um and it, that's that's the one like if you were if you had to choose one i'd go garlic okay if you can get both of them do so okay wow yeah, um, for me, I actually like the pineapple better, um, and that's just because I like the tartness of it, and I like adding that little bit of like a fruit flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I it depends on the I guess it depends on the dish though, because um, 
It doesn't always have its place. Sorry, I'm sure you paused because you looked at my face. Um, because I have a beard, uh, I caught like a whole bunch of salt and chili powder. <laughs> and when I when I made that last drink swallow, it, like there was just big chunk that just kind of came into my mouth and hit me all at once. So I'm sorry oh if I made you pause. <laughs> um, so actually, with the uh, few minutes that we have left here... I actually want to um, call back to last episode because we did forget to do one thing in last episode. What did we do? Whenever uh, Aaron and I visit someplace together mm. or independently of each other, we have something we call the arbitrary, completely arbitrary review scale. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that are new to the show, the completely arbitrary review scale is um, it, we we review a place based on a thing that would make us go back. You see... Reviews are sort of BS. Um, mm-hmm. You know, giving something a score is just an arbitrary thing that you've decided, a number you've decided to assign to something. It exactly. really doesn't actually mean anything. If you give something a five, it's a five. Anything between a five and a one, if it's a five point scale, is completely useless because mm-hmm. people are only interested in a five or a one mm-hmm. and they're really only looking for your opinion on the place. Exactly. And we don't really believe in if we've chosen to go to a place. We never believe in giving something a negative review. Yeah. Because we've chosen to go there and we've chosen to speak about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't choose to speak about something on a podcast if we had the negative experience there. Exactly. Or, you know, if we had a negative experience, we would go back and see if that was a one-off or it was just a place that has that for us. Exactly. So that's why we have the completely arbitrary review scale. Mm -hmm. The review scale being... What is the thing that would have us, that would actually bring us back to the place? Yes. And so I'd like to kind of bring it back to Updown, the barcade that we talked about on uh, last last week's episode. episode. Um, And Aaron, when it comes to the completely arbitrary review scale, what is the thing or things, or what really is the thing that keeps you going back to Updown or would keep you going back to Updown? The things that keep bringing me back to Updown, it's, like the drink selection is phenomenal and it's playing killer queen with a bunch of random people. And I, one time I, I actually ran into somebody that I used to play kickball with uh, in Minneapolis and I hadn't seen in like eight years. And we ended up playing killer queen for about an hour together and it was a wonderful little reunion. So it's that it is those moments that bring me back to up down. Wow. For me, um, it, it it's a it's a couple of different thing. It's it, things. It's the pizza. I love the fact that you can get pizza. pizza by the slice, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that you can get a really good macaroni and cheese pizza there, um, and it, that it's so so like reasonably play, priced. It's like five bucks for a slice of pizza for a really good slice of pizza and a big slice of pizza. Yeah, it's it's a sizable slice mm-hmm. of pizza. I mean, I, I ended up splitting it with somebody because yep. I wasn't really that hungry when I got it, and it it was good enough for the both of us. Oh yeah. Um, it's the drink selection. I love the tap selection they have there because they have, um, a huge selection of local taps mm-hmm. and it's the selection of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that I can go and I can play tapper, mm-hmm. um, you know, a classic, classic arcade game. And then like after I've played tapper, I can go and choose to play, um, like X-Men, the arcade game, or even just go and play Killer Queen, like a brand new exactly. arcade game. And the fact that they keep getting new arcade games mm-hmm. is so cool. And it's like they rotate certain things in and out and, you know, just everything about it. And I kind of feel 
you know, we've gone a bit far afield from the newsroom from this episode, and I want to bring it back there now that we've talked about the up-down again. The thing about the newsroom is it it's a massive bar. It's so massive. It has so many, like, different areas. It has several individual bar areas. Yeah, there's as, a back bar that opens yeah, up when it gets too busy. Exactly. And it's, you know, like, the bartenders there have always been top-notch every time I've been there. And, you know, the food has always been great. It's mm-hmm. very consistent. Like, it is... It's so convenient. It's It gets busy. It is a, it is a great place to go for, like, that after-work after, after work drink if you work downtown. Pre-show drink mm-hmm. if you're going to a show because there's so many theaters that are nearby it's really close to the minnesota um uh, orchestra hall um so i mean it's like there's so many things that bring me back to the newsroom and like when we were discussing doing another episode like this i wanted to talk about it because it's something that i feel it's so consistent that it's almost looked over at times so because there's always the new up and coming go to the newsroom enjoy it have a great time And that just about wraps it up for us today. If you want to leave a comment on our Facebook page, uh, you can do that. You can email us, fans at travelbyproxy.com. Our theme is... Our theme is... Now we're... Oh my goodness, I did that again. Our theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jarris, copyright 2015. Both licensed under that Creative Commons 3.0 attribution 3.0. Uh, can be found at dig.ccmixture.org. Thank you so, so much, much for listening. listening. We wish you a look out your window. Rearranging all the pieces that you find. Now we're talking about things and places, all the names and the faces of the people that you love.